Welcome everybody back to a kiss like yours. We hope your week is off to a great start. So a little different this week. We're in a better mood. I was gonna say, are you over your nothing fight? I definitely feel like you love me again. <laughs> Am I, I didn't not love you. But I wasn't your favorite person. So But I did something to help you change that this week. Well, uh what was that? I got you out of the house. That's true. Yeah, we we got out of the house. We got out of the house and you got out of the house. Yeah. You got to go fishing and then on the weekend we were like gone driving. Yes. Nowhere in particular, just on the road. Well, I mean, we we didn't just drive around aimlessly. Well, that's true too, but it was I don't know, recon? Yeah, recon. Recon mission? Yeah. We um went to go look at some houses. Uh it's funny because we both Well, first let me kind of back up. And just explain why I'm in a better mood. Oh, yes. Let's. So, you know, it's just, you you just have those times. You know, you get over, you talk things through, you get, you get through it. You get out of the pit. Um, maybe you have a sesh or five, you know. Right. Maybe that helps. So, uh, you know, whatever works for you guys to get out of your funks, I think is important. What's really cool is that we have information about each other to help get out of those funks, right? So, for instance, you said I gave you something that, you know, I helped and give you something that'll get you in a better mood, which was time for something. Right. You know that about me. Yes, I do. So, you know, use that to your advantage. It's a tool. But... The other thing, too, was our love language is time, and I am, like, have been so thrilled. You thought you thought I was going to leave you. Because you've been home, like, all the time. <laughs> we're spending all this time together. But you are actually very unhappy being home. Like, you don't like being cooped up. No. So I'm okay with hungering down in the house during these times, and you are not. I am not. So that's where I recognize the difference, and I said, okay, I got to do what I can do to keep us safe, but I also got to do what I can do because I realized that you were struggling. I saw that. I saw that you were just, you know, declining. And then, of course, you, you hit your breaking point. So I was like, okay, we need to we need to course correct here. I know that I need to do something <laughs> to fill that tank of yours, but you know, also keep us safe. Right. So yeah, and, and so uh, I, I did the best I could. Use your tools because that's what's what's going to help. If that that tool is in the bed, then use that tool. If it's not in the bed and if it's outside the bed and there's like, hey, go do your hobby, you know, then use that. In the bed is always a tool. You just have to add to your, your array it, your of Your repertoire. Tools. It can't be your only tool. <laughs> it can't be the only tool. Yeah. It's the tool no, you, no one trick ponies here. It's the tool you start with and you build from there. <laughs> <laughs> you add more into your toolbox. But you know how you just like... You got to have a hammer. You know, it's like one of those things. Yeah, in yeah. The, in the it's like a staple, right? <laughs> right, that and a screwdriver, yeah. you know. You, Measuring tape. The, you the must-haves, the must-haves, yeah. where you start, always got to start there, then you build. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, you know, we, we're in a better mood, obviously. We like each other again. Um, but, <laughs> you know, we got out of the house. We went house hunting. Uh, not that we're, I mean... We're, we're considering leaving the house and it's hard. It's, it was a hard decision because we have a house that we like. It's affordable. We're living below our means. 
we don't need to move, but we understand at some point we have to. And for, I would say about the last year and a half, we have been, I mean, you guys have heard us. Do we love it? Do we list it? Do we love it? Do we list it? Yeah. And I think. We woke up one day. We're like, okay, we think. This is, this is really, this is really interesting how this happened for this weekend. Yeah. We woke up and we were just like, you know what? I think we got to move. And then you had said, you know, I was thinking the exact same. You had a dream or no, you were. You it were, was the night before. You were, you, oh, you, you were looking up, out, you ended up looking up houses. Yeah, I was looking up houses because you passed out super early because you weren't feeling well. Mm-hmm. Which was scary. Right. Had a little episode. We'll, we'll get into we'll that. We'll get into that. But you fell asleep super early. So I was left to my own devices. And I usually shop when I do that, when I am left to my own devices. So I started browsing houses for whatever reason, even though in browsing, my mind, browsing. we had decided like, okay, you know, we know we're not moving right now. There's nowhere for us to go. Right. But for whatever reason, it just hit me and I was looking up, you know, all these properties and I, you know, it was on my heart and I was like, okay, when I can talk to him about it, I'm going to tell him like what I'm thinking. So you woke up feeling really good the next day and we both came to each other with the same thought that we needed to go check out some areas for houses. Yeah. <laughs> and granted, we, I in particular, I'm always looking out for houses in our area. Yes, I'm, I know that. I, I always keep my eye on the market. I keep my eye on what's available. I keep my eye on what's selling, how much it's selling for. It's just something that I, I do on the regular. Yeah, and we know it's a seller's market. We know that we bought our home for a good price. We know that the resale value for our home is good. We know what our home offers in our area. So I think we're in a very unique position. We know yeah. we're in a unique position to take advantage of that. And over the course of the last couple of months, we've driven by numerous properties just yeah. checking out other parts of the city, what's going for what yeah. type, type of thing. So this is something that's been on our mind as you guys have been listening right. for a while. Yeah. And, and so we kind of just said, okay, well, let's go look at some houses. And we did. And, you know, it was, it was something that we tend to stay away from, which is new builds. We tend to stay away from that because one, the HOA fees, right. Melarus, mm, yes. Um, things that we have in California that aren't necessarily a buyer friendly, let's say if or I mean, homeowner friendly, some, sometimes they, they, they are never go away. <laughs> sometimes, you know, <laughs> you have some value in those things. Our experience has been that there's not much value in that. Right. So, you know, that's always been a, a red flag for me, a deterrent to buy new because, you know, there's no question that the houses are beautiful. There's no question there. They're brand new. They come with all this, you know, state of the art solar panels and and tile and the countertop, you know, it, all the bells and whistles that you can ask for. You just got to pay out the ass for it, right? So, you know, we were looking at it, and um, we know eventually we aren't going to be able to do something like that in this property. Right. We're going to have to upgrade We're and have to i let it go. feel it's gonna hurt because i feel like man we should just stay here and and work on the house and and do it and water our grass here but you know what it's really gonna take too much time and too much money um it's it's actually financially better if we buy a newer house if it makes more financial sense to right to buy a newer house exactly considering what we have agreed on that we would like for the future and how our situation has changed in terms of we are looking at you potentially working remote for the rest of your career 
yeah. a good majority of your time will be spent home. Yeah. We don't have a home office for you. Yeah. We have decided I'm in to, the garage. to homeschool our kids. We don't have a dedicated homeschool space. We Our children share one room yeah. right now. It works. And, and right now it's fine because they're small. Right. And, eventually and, and, and it'll work for a long time. But by the time we need these other items, are in desperate need of them, we won't have the money to add them all on at one time. And then who wants to live in a project house for three or four or five years? Yeah, that that's that's tough. You know, I mean, I'm sure it could happen, but that's that's always tough. Right. What what are some of you know, reach out to us. What are some of your favorite project things to do um, that you'll take on yourself? And then what are some of the ones that you're like, I'm out, I'm hiring somebody yeah. or, you know, because, you know, I'm, started I'm pretty taking handy. on a lot since yeah. we moved. Yeah, I took on a big project with the dresser and not so much that that's not a, a huge like size project, but to do it the way I want it done, mm-hmm. very just, time consuming. it's very time consuming. Yes. Very time. So imagine me doing a whole uh, kitchen, right? you know, where the cabinets need to be and this, you know, that and the other. Right. And then who wants to live in a kitchen that's out of commission? Potentially for two months if right. you're doing it on your own and you're trying to, you know, do it on the weekend or, you know what I mean? It's just yeah. not not conducive to family life, especially in these times when we have nowhere to go. Yeah. You know, we're stuck at home. <laughs> so. All right. So anyways, we're, we're, we had some fun getting out of the house to do that. Yeah. And checking out dream building. You know, it's always yeah. so fun to be able to like plan a future and oh, look at what we could do here. Like what we could do there. Yeah. So that was really exciting. And I think the really fun part about that was that it set us on a new course for our future and gave us something to be like to excited work towards. about yeah, to and, work towards. and work towards. Yeah. What, what are you guys working towards? That's um, that's getting you excited. If there's something that's going to get you excited about your relationship, what is it? Uh, I know you and me are both really big proponents of always getting better always you know working on something to get better so that works for us when we find something we get excited about it we come we we focus on it um what what are some of the things that you guys are doing in your relationship and some of you're like well we don't have anything you know and maybe that's that's where you're at yeah so that's a great time to sit down and have a drink and be like uh we need a dream yeah like Like, what what's going on with us you know absolutely and that might lead to a fight Mm mm-hmm and that's okay, too. Because that's how you work out the kinks. Oh, well, I, I want to be here and, you know, I want to stay here. I don't want to fix nothing. And, if, you know, you, if nothing changes, guys, nothing, nothing changes. changes. So, you know, I, I would highly encourage you to find that goal within the house, within your relationship. What is it that you are looking forward to? And it's 2020. It's been a shitty year, right, as far as. As far around as around, around, around the world, around our nation. I mean, we've been very fortunate because I haven't had any impacts to my job and my income. But at the same time, that doesn't mean there's other people that are not hurting. So right. it's and still, to me, it's yeah. been a really shitty year for a lot of reasons. Everybody was impacted in a different way. You know, I was so heartbroken at the fact that one day I picked up our daughter from preschool and she never went back. Right. She never, you know, got to say bye to her friends, didn't get their, exactly. their graduation ceremony, no bye to the team. Like, just that's it. You're done. See you later. Yeah, you're done. Yeah, you know? And, you know, believe it or not, guys, believe it or not, we are approaching October 
the last three months of the year. Yes. Okay, yes. October is going to fly because you got Halloween. And then obviously into the holidays you go and forget about those last 60 days because yeah, it's, it's you're, you're not you're They're not going to get anything done in 60 days. <laughs> you're not going to, you know, all of, a, all of a sudden make this whole bunch of money till the end of the year. Right. You're, you know, you're not going to fix your marriage right before the end of the year. You know, last year we did a whole month of focus. Mm -hmm. And as we're approaching our one year anniversary on this show, I think next week is our is our 52 weeks. So next week is our one year anniversary for the show. We did a month of focus last year of different things that you can do. So if you haven't heard that, go back and listen to our month of focus. We had uh, religion, finance. We had, you know, three or four other uh, personal, what's it called? Um, personal growth, personal, personal development. Yeah, that and um, grooming, right? For the men, we had the everyday mm -hmm. gentleman on. Mm -hmm. We had um, Dr. Carla Michelle. Yeah, to talk. We had Vern's meal prep. Exactly, to talk about health. So, um, you know, we had that whole month of focus, and it was it was definitely a, a time of reflection that we would like for you guys to start to think about going into next year because it's it's going to be a big year of bounce back right next year yes yes absolutely so let me uh let me transition here and talk about my episode uh which was pretty scary but oh now it's scary for you i was fine no now you're saying it's scary for you at the time it no, was for scary you. for me and for you're you. downplaying it i still downplay it because i i don't know so it sounds scarier than what it was, you're but just, you're just taking the taking the the example from our leader. No, Down, downplaying, downplaying. Oh God, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna next week. I'm gonna say it was the worst thing I've ever done. <laughs> 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 it's very uh very dangerous. So we were just hanging out, and I was in the bedroom. Okay, I was watching something on YouTube. And for whatever reason, I remember it was Mariah Carey because she was explaining something. I can't remember what it was actually she was explaining. It's not because I freaking lost consciousness. I just was really focused you were on watching how a Mariah I was. Carey YouTube video. No, it was it was like a news thing, and Mariah Carey was on it for something. Okay, and I can't remember what it was for. Okay, but she was mad. She was trying to explain something. Okay. And uh, that, that she, doesn't surprise me because you don't remember much. I don't. She, her face started to like, like wiggle, waver. Yeah, like like almost like the ring or no, what is it called? The ring where the faces in the pictures got all jacked up. You know? Oh my goodness! That scary movie. So it started to wiggle, and then like there was flashing, like a like a flashing effect. You know, like when you have that high anxiety, that wheel that just goes round and round. It looks like a, a black and white wheel. And yes. it, it's like an infinity wheel. It was like that, but it was also strobing. So it was like a flashing, spinning, strobing thing. And I couldn't focus. I couldn't see right. And then after a couple minutes, like I was getting tingly on my arm and on my leg and I'm just like, whoa, like, okay, this is kind of weird. And then before you know it, I can't really see that well. And I remember laughing because the spot, everything else around my, my vision, I could see except for the middle. And the middle spot had all this crazy effect to it, right? 
Mm-hmm. And it looked like the state of North Carolina. I don't know why that came up, but it looked like the shape of North Carolina, the state. If okay. someone told me right now they would give me a million dollars to draw the shape of North Carolina, I couldn't even do it. Google it. That's what it looked like. Okay. So I was that I was like that for a couple of minutes and then um did I say something to you? You just you told me that you weren't feeling well. So I said, Okay, what's going on? And then you told me about the blurred vision. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, well, are you numb? Because I was like asking if your face was going. And you said, yeah. Like you said your your left side was tingly and then it felt numb. Yeah, but not my face. Not just your my, face, my but, arm, but yeah. your arm. And I was like, okay, we're going to go to urgent care. <laughs> so, And you didn't want to go. And I understand why you didn't want to go. But at the same time, you have to understand <laughs> that you have a history of stroke in your family. Yeah. So that is extremely concerning to me. So, because contrary to popular belief, I do not want to cash in that life insurance policy. You do want to cash in that life insurance policy. No, I don't. Do not you were, make me move to Hawaii with when these I girls went back, and pack up this house by myself. I would be when, so mad at you all the way to the promised land. When I went to back and lie down, I heard you whispering, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. <laughs> this is it. This is it. <laughs> the moment I've been waiting for. Shut it. That is so not true. I kept, I asked you three times to please let me take you to urgent care before they closed. No. So I said, no. And so what did you do? You came out with your thieves oil. It wasn't even you, thieves. You came out. All, I, I brought you an ice pack. I hate thieves, guys. If I, you know anything about me and thieves, I hate thieves. Well, you're going to have to deal with it for the rest of your life. It's so terrible. Too bad. It's the worst smelling oil known to men. Too bad. In any case. So you came out with your essential oils, your thieves, and you thought you were going to, you know, heal cancer. It was peppermint oil. And I brought you an ice pack and I rubbed your temples with peppermint oil because you said you had a bad headache. I did. I got a headache after. And then I just like I had to sit in the dark and I closed my eyes. Yes. And we had the ice pack. So you had the. the cool. I don't know what that did, but I, it made oh, you feel better. But and you were laughing because I was like, I just came in the room. I was like, here, I shoved water in your mouth. Yeah. And I slammed an ice pack on your forehead and then I started rubbing oil on you. Yeah. Because you wanted to pretend like you tried per- to help me before you. you uh, performing an exercise. I'm covering all my bases. Yes, officer. I was a very attentive wife. Here's what I did. <laughs> I gave him I gave him some water and I put an ice pack on his forehead before I covered his face with the pillow. I rubbed some essential oils on him to help him breathe. I didn't know he was allergic. <laughs> I didn't know. So I closed my <laughs> eyes for a while. Um, I, I felt better probably about 10 minutes later. And I was timing. And then I, and then the headache came. Yeah. It, like the it was getting worse. Yeah, getting more pressure. Yeah. So that's when that's when I you let me apply the oil at that right, point. Right, we right. did the water in the ice pack first. You let me apply the oil. So after that, I said, okay, I'm gonna give him about 15 minutes. If he's experiencing anything else, tough, <laughs> tough mierda. I, I know it's funny because you go, you go, uh, you know, it's uh, we still got 20 minutes before the yeah. urgent care. No, Closes. it was we had a little bit more time than that, but I was counting it because I was like, okay, if he's not good in ten minutes, then I can get him, yell at him to get in the car, drop the girls in, but you know, get over there. Yeah, I got about twenty minutes. You know, twenty minutes till is go time. Yeah. So I didn't not I didn't pass out or nothing. I don't know if y'all know what that was, but it could have been stress induced. Um, I think it was. I definitely think it was. I think you had like a, you had a very stressful week. My medical uh, and I, professional listeners, if you can reach out, 
Let me know what that was. I think you had um, high blood pressure and it just. I don't I have high it, blood pressure. No, I'm saying like maybe. I have if very with, good. With, with everything blood that pressure. happened during the week and how you were feeling and how stressed you were with a lot of other little things going on, I think maybe it. Maybe it, it rose or maybe you were at your peak for a little bit and your body was finally like, you need to take a I'm break. I'm very consistent with my blood pressure. It's 120 over 60 to 65. It's, it's, it's usually in You can that raise area. it and lower it on demand. No, 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 no. I'm just saying <laughs> every time I go into the doctor, my blood pressure is yeah. very consistent. Yes, it's usually. 120 over 60, somewhere in that range. Right, right. I understand. But something got the best of you. So I was timing and I said, okay, if he's not feeling well. And I told you, I'm like, I don't think I can let you sleep like right away. And then after I rub the oil on you and you always claim, oh, I don't think they help me. You're always feeling better and you just don't want to admit it or you don't realize it. But I did the last time too with the, with the digize. It was the same thing. So what's a digize? Oh my gosh. The oil I rubbed on you. I don't remember of that. Of course you don't. You don't remember Did, Is that the one that you put on my ever. feet? <laughs> no. Like, like the Vicks? No. It's going to come out of your feet, Papa. It's going to come out of your feet. Bonnie no. Vicks. In any <laughs> case, you were snoring about 15 minutes later. After, I was out. After I applied the oil on you. So that's when you were resting. I, I, you know, watched Sugar Rush with the girls and then I put them to sleep. And then I'm like, okay, I'm bored. Let me shop. And I decided to shop for houses. So that's how that. So that's how all that went down. So I almost died. And then now we, we, um, are shopping for houses. Like, that's what you, you said, damn, like he didn't go. So I guess I I should probably go get a new house since, since he didn't, you know. Well, we're going to need more space if you're going to keep working from home. So if you're (laughs) going to be here, then you need an office. So, you know, we kid guys, we kid. She's not trying to kill me. (laughs) Not yet. Anyway, not yet. Um, so we were watching 90 day fiance oh they're coming to the end guys it's like the the series the season season finale yeah right so they they started that this sunday oh my gosh and this it's terrible um it's like this trash tv it's a train wreck like you you can't stop watching the damn thing. I started watching. I hate it, it. and someone got. I don't want to watch it. Well, I don't want to watch it. But then you bring me in, and then you get all mad because I don't want to watch your shows. Oh, we can watch football all day, but you want to watch Ninety Day Fiance. And now you're <sighs> now you're now you're. Hooked. Well, it's a train wreck. Like, who wants to not watch? You know, we, we want to see the what train happened. wrecks of of uh, <laughs> television. <laughs> people's lives and relationships so we're watching this and a very interesting topic came up Mm -hmm. that which i thought we should probably cover which was the um the roles of a man and a woman in in 2020 right and they like to talk about gender roles because there's one couple where there is a woman who is the breadwinner her husband um how do i say this correctly He's an immigrant. I mean, he came from another country. He married an American girl, so yeah. he's here. She's the breadwinner. He stays home and takes care of their kid. There's another I wouldn't couple. say he's an immigrant because we're all immigrants, but I right. would say he's from Moldova. I was going to say he's from another country. So he, you know, he definitely has a heavy accent and, you know, yeah. don't know really. He was not born here. How it would all translate for him. I mean, work experience is work experience. But it's 90 but Day Fiance. Somebody's, somebody's not from, from here. from somewhere else. Yeah. And then there's another couple where they're, it, they have two kids, and she stays home with the kids, and he works um, part-time. He's from Samoa. Mm. And she's, Samoa. And he is always saying, well, I'll do my dishes, and I'll do my laundry, and, you know, that's how I'm going to help you. And she's like, 
well, you're going to do your stuff and then I'm supposed to do my stuff and the boys stuff. Like, mm-hmm. how is that helping? If you're doing laundry, like do all of our laundry, you know, like yeah. why should I? But he's very, this is a woman's job. You know, this is what men do. That's what women do. So he's very yeah. um, car- compartmentalized, I guess, that way. So traditional. Right. So they did kind of bring up the idea of gender roles. And then some people were like, what's a gender role? Everything's 50 50. Everything's fluid. So. So tell you so, tell me your your your. No, I want thoughts. you to go first. Okay, so here's my thoughts. Number one, I don't think there's a there's a right answer, but I think there's a wrong answer. Okay, what's so the wrong answer? The wrong answer is, um, whatever your wife doesn't want you, or whatever your wife thinks should happen, and you tell her no, it's not that way. So like, you think that's wrong. I think that's the wrong answer. You so if you're if your answer. wife is saying and and this this goes the same for the husband. Okay. So if your wife is saying, "Hey, you need to help me, you know, do this and that and, and the other." Mm-hmm. And you tell her, "No, that's not my role." Mm-hmm. That's the wrong answer. Okay. I okay? agree. I agree and, with that. And I think vice versa. Mm-hmm. If the man tells you da 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 and you say, "No, that's not my role." That's the wrong answer too. Okay. What I think is the right answer is whatever works for your dynamic. Because if, if I'll take the example of uh, the woman that is a breadwinner and he's stay-at-home dad. Mm-hmm. The concern there is like, oh, you're, well, you're not a man because you're not out there providing for your, your family. Mm-hmm. And his take was, Hey, my wife makes enough money for us both and I get to be home with my kid and be a dad. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to go to work so that somebody else can raise my kid. When one of us can be home. Raising when one of us can. And, and that's my daughter. Right. And I, and I, I love that example and I fully agree with that. Especially however, when kids are young, if, however, if you can make it work. However, she does not want that anymore anymore she wants him to work so i think for women there's a very very slippery slope in 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 this in this piece because you want to be able to to provide for your family as a man right that's Mm -hmm. what you want to do but for a woman security is so huge for you guys you you guys generally and i'm generalizing tend to be happy more when you feel secure about your man either in your relationship or they're being able to provide or they're being able to be a good lover there's a there's a there's a security blanket when you feel that coming from your male partner okay it's important for a woman to feel like they're they are secure they're being provided for they're being protected okay so obviously when this woman says no, I think you need to go. That means she doesn't feel secure in their relationship and their dynamic. Right. She's ready for a change. She's ready for him to step up a little bit more mm-hmm. and maybe switch that role so that she can take care of the kids. I don't know. However, they f- they feel right. like they need to do it. Right. But the, the, the fact is there's something there that's not right based on what he's saying. He's like, no, I'm good. 
and she, for her, he's not listening to, to what, what she she's is saying. saying. Right. And in their particular example, she's always saying, I think you would feel better if you were out being productive. Like you're not utilizing any of your skills. talent, meaning yes. he's not doing it here at the house. If he was no. doing something at the house, you know, maybe where he was being productive or utilizing his talent or something, she might feel like, okay, he's, he's feeling good about what he's doing. Right. But she's seeing something in him that is telling her this is not good anymore. Right. So, so yeah. that, that's what I mean. Like she, he's saying, you know, no, I'm good. And, and she's like, she's no, like, bro, no, you're not, you're no, not you're good. Not. Okay. So what type do you have a type of, I don't want to say gender role, but is there a certain type of role that you like to play in the relationship? Or do you see in, for your relationships, is there something you think I I tend one one person should have over the other. No, I or think in our dynamic, okay, we have a more traditional dynamic, right? And is that what you want? Is that you know something that you were looking for in a marriage, or is it something that just through conversation and choices we made happened? We happened to fall in that line. Do you ha- like what was your ideal? My thought in process a, in a relationship as far as how that would work. I didn't. I didn't think that. It was going to be this way. I thought it was going to be more uh, progressive as we have like, you know, now where we have you working and, you know, we have the kids and we're have the two incomes and and all that stuff that a lot of people do and juggle today. Mm-hmm. That's what I pictured my marriage life would be would be w- with kids. OK, but when you and I started talking and saying, hey, you know, when we start to have kids. I want to stay home with them. Then that was a really big conversation that we had prior to having kids. Mm -hmm. We had that prior to having kids and we both agreed, Hey, if we start having kids, we wanted you home. We also understood that when we started to try to have kids or we started feeling like, Hey, like right now is the time we switched up things. Mm -hmm. You stopped working real estate. We had to make adjustments. We went without, you know, TV. We didn't have a, a TV for like a year. Right. We didn't have cable. We didn't for have a cable. Year. We, we would ha- watch, we you know, Netflix. And Netflix. And that was it. We didn't even have YouTube on the TV back then. Our no. our, our TV didn't have that. We app, had DVDs so. and DVD we had and Netflix. Netflix. And, and that was it. And Netflix was or Redbox. <laughs> or, yeah, it was Netflix was sending me two movies mm-hmm. uh, uh, right. two every movies single time, time. Mm-hmm. and we would watch and we watched a lot of movies so. Yep. Um, it was two movies and then you'd have to send it back and wait and wait for the next one in your list, yeah. you know, and then you can always go to Redbox and pay two bucks or whatever. Right. We um, so that was, DVDs, we watched a, a lot, lot of, of Dexter on DVD, mm-hmm. a lot of office. Yeah. Yeah. That was a big sacrifice. We sold one of our cars. Yep. So, you know, we got rid of debt to be able to start adjusting to the lifestyle, lifestyle so that you can stay home. Mm-hmm. So, and it was, you know, a good 18 months of us doing that. Right. Uh, before we even got pregnant, I believe. Right. Because we had kind of started in Somewhere those around lines. There. I, I don't remember the exact timing. Right. We started along those lines because the idea of fostering was getting closer and closer yeah. to becoming a reality. Yeah. So um, I don't remember where I was going with this, but at the same time, you know, it's that was our dynamic. We that's how I felt at the time um, was the way it should be. Now, if you decided to go 
the opposite and, you know, do the two whole incomes and have somebody watch your kids every day and all this kind of stuff. Hey, by, by all means, there is absolutely nothing wrong with that because, you know, there's plenty of kids that grow up to be great people with two working parents. Yep. You know, it's just not the choice that we, we wanted to take. And it wasn't something that I feel, I don't feel, um, like better than you. I respect a lot of what you do here at the house, especially now because I'm home and I see it. Right. Mm -hmm. So I respect that. I respect the, the, the home, the quote unquote traditional homemaker, um, a ton. Um, but at the same time, I feel like my role is very um, provider. It's very like fill the gap, fill mm -hmm. the need, mm -hmm. fill the want. Mm -hmm. You know, it's I put a lot of pressure on myself to be able to provide opportunities, uh, financial opportunities to be able to do the things that we want to do. Yeah. So, yes, I feel like um, you even though you don't work, I feel like you, um, what's the word that they always say? Like, oh, you don't um, contribute. Mm. Bullshit. Mm -hmm. You know, you contribute a ton. So I contribute financially. You contribute, in in my opinion, more, in, more of an impact to the family than I do financially. I set us up for the opportunity for you to do what you got to do. Mm -hmm. But the impact that you're making to the family is exponentially. You've seen it with the girls. Right. It's exponentially more than than um, than I can ever do just and by working. Money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I feel OK with our dynamic. It's just how it ended up working for us. Right. So kind of going back to the role, you know, maybe those roles are switched. Maybe, you know, the the the. The wife is the bread the breadwinners, and the husband is not so much. It could be it could be an issue. But do you so do you feel like because your role is to provide that you feel like at the end of the day, come five o'clock, quote unquote, your job is done because you have provided, um, and you don't need to come in and do anything more. That's a good question. To a certain extent, yes, I do. To a certain extent. Okay. Um, I think, I think that coming home, coming like going off of work, I, I typically need to shut off right. for me personally. You need to have some time. I need to have some time because when you're going a hundred miles per hour. Yeah. You need to have some time to veg out like and do just nothing. And get not in my nothing bothered. box. Don't talk to anybody. I don't want to yeah. look at anything or any. I just need to be able to mentally decompress. The problem where that becomes an issue between you and I is because you don't, you don't do that until later on. If you ever. don't do no. if at all bullshit, <laughs> you do it every night. I see it. Yeah. I see it. You do it every night. Yeah. The yeah. kids are asleep and you go to your nothing box. Mm -hmm. It just happens later. Yes. You're just not done yet. Yeah. So now, you know, that's where the, the, the conflict, the tension kind of comes sometimes. Cause right. I want to be nothing. And you're like, dude, I got shit to do. We're yes. going back and forth. And, yes. You know, I, you know, you're I'm just sitting there, there and I still have to do this and that, yeah, you know, the night shift is just beginning for me, <laughs> you know, and you know what I, sometimes I recognize it and sometimes I don't most of the time to your point, I don't recognize that because I'm in my nothing box right. and um, I'm in my nothing box. Leave me alone. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I do yesterday. In fact, is one of those times where I did, mm -hmm. 
I don't remember what triggered me, but you were doing something and then you were, we had said, Oh, I remember it was, you were like, Oh, I have to give the girls a bath. I'm like, no, it's getting late. And you're like, no, I need to give the girls a bath tonight. And I was like, fine. And then we, we hadn't recorded yet. Obviously this, this episode came out late. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know what? Fine. Just let her take the shower. And then I'm thinking, I'm like, shit. I'm like the kitchen's out da da da. I said, while she's in the shower, let me just get rid of the kit, the dishes in the sink. Put them in the dishwasher, get it loaded, get it going. You know, at least the the, the kitchen's picked up. Mm-hmm. You know, so I did the kitchen, right? Did the dishes, yes. everything, wiped down the counters. Mm-hmm. So all we had to do was get the girls in bed, and then we off to bed. We went. Yes. So, you know, sometimes I do think it, but it's not like I I'm it's not, not intentionally like you're doing it on purpose. Yeah, I'm not intentionally saying this is not my role. Mm-hmm. This is you. Mm-hmm. It's just I am not in that mind frame to be doing something. And you're tired. Yes. Also, because, you and know, here's so the other thing. I. Here's the other thing. Sometimes you and generally women get frustrated that you ask us to do stuff. Right. And then we don't do it on your time. Oh, yeah. So then you get mad and you just do it yourself. And then you go, you didn't you didn't help me. No, we didn't. We wanted to help you, but we were going to do it when it when we are ready to do it. Yeah. So give me the opportunity and granted, there's plenty of people that say, hey, I had to tell you two, three, four times. Okay, well, deal with that. Get off your ass and do it. But generally speaking, give us the time. We will get it done, and you'll have your help. But there's been many times where I said, oh, what could I help you with? And then you'll say, oh, can you do this? It's over here in the counter. And then you'll walk to the counter. You'll get it, and then you'll just do it. I'm like, you're not even giving me an opportunity to help you. Yeah. You, I said, what do we have left to do before we went on our on our thing? Right. What do we have left to do? Oh, um, brush you the girls' wa- teeth. Brush get them the girls. You wanted to wipe down the 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 dashboard in the car because there was a spider in there and it had made a web. Yeah. And so you said, oh, I have to wash. I have to wipe down the drive right. the the dashboard. I'm like. Why would why would that be a priority anyway? Uh, so I said, okay, I'll drive. Sit in the front seat and see that. Right. So then I I was gonna just wipe down the dashboard, and then you go in there. You go, oh, is on my mask in here? And then I had to wipe down the dashboard. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna get it right now. Oh no, that's okay. I'm right here. I'll just do it. I'm like, yeah, because I don't got time for you to stroll on over after you've you checked still the had, scores. No, you, and, you, you know? still had plenty of things to do over here. You could have just let me take care of I that. Understand. I was already outside. I get very controlling when it comes to things like that, but I do appreciate the help. And for me, what I was looking for for myself in a marriage was a little bit more of what you could say the traditional roles were because I knew, which... I shared with you, which we had discussed before we got married, before we had kids, before all of that stuff, that if we were to have kids, I would like the option to be able to stay home with them as they were young. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we agreed upon. And I was looking for someone to be okay with being the provider and being okay with mom at home with the kids as they're young. You're so lucky. And uh, you're so lucky you found me and we could go from there. I'm up. I tell you, you're so lucky. I am so cool with all of that. I tell you all the time how much I love you and how grateful I am to be home with my babies. But yeah, I mean, to a certain extent, I do feel like, you know, when I come home that I shouldn't have to do all the stuff inside the house. Like that's not my right. I don't expect you to come in and sweep and vacuum and make dinner. You know, not all of those things, not all the time, but there are times where I can't get to certain things during the week. So on the weekend, I'm like, hey, 
you know, you and I got to tag team this. And we've talked about this before, yeah. you know, getting the house done, getting it organized. And yeah, I, think I don't you have a problem see, with that. You know how I try to do. And then once I'm overloaded and I'm like, I'm drowning, throw me a lifeline. You see that and you're like, OK, let's do this. You yeah. know, and you don't have any problem with it, which no, nobody should. You live here too. Like if you have a problem with doing dishes or doing laundry, you know, just stop wearing clothes. Stop eating. Hey know, now, that's da- that's dangerous. Stop wearing clothes. I like that. <laughs> stop Where's making the kids? a mess. Stop making a mess. If you're not going to help, clean it up. Sish. But oh, that 90 day fiance. <laughs> oh, it gets us. It gets us. Yeah. So, you know, gender roles. Uh, what's your what's your dynamic? Yeah. You know? We want to know uh, what's different about your guys' dynamic. Uh, send us an email. Um, kiss like yours at gmail.com. You'll find us on Instagram and Facebook at a kiss like yours. Yes, 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 yes. It, it's been um, one heck of a, of, a, of a week, I think. Yeah, we had our been first nice. um, teacher meeting, our first learning period homeschool teacher meeting um, this past week. So... I was super excited about that. It went really well. Like I turned in my samples and Elias sat down in front of the computer and, you know, teacher was talking with her and asking her things. And I'm um, like, after the fact, then teacher talks with me and, and, you know, we go over things that Elias showed her and stuff like that. And she's like, Oh, good job, mom. Like you're doing great. I loved her samples and yeah. I love this. So I'm like, Oh, I get a gold star. <laughs> yeah. And then I was kind of like, wow, we have, um, four of these meetings each semester and i was like we are a quarter of the way done with our first semester of kindergarten like that flew by yeah super quick so i'm like now with us rounding the end of the year i'm like oh my gosh this is gonna fly by but it's been really awesome and just that just reinforced like how much fun we're having with homeschooling i think yeah yeah that's good i mean i've seen it and uh, the girls are having fun i see your little exercises and you're you're making the learning an activity, which is a lot better than, you know, making this, it a lesson. Yeah, like a <laughs> lesson where you're like lecturing to the kids and right. telling them, okay, what's number four? And I don't know, what's number five? Mm-hmm. you're just doing it and making it an activity, like a game or right. you know. Uh, anyways, it's it's a lot of good stuff. Yeah, so that was really cool. It's pretty awesome part of the week. So we did. We had we had a really really good week overall. Some lots of excitement flying around. Definitely out of our funk. Yeah, hopefully, I mean, and that's the thing too, like when you have funks and you don't take care of it, it can be a week, it can be a month, it can be multiple months, you know, so leverage your tools, leverage your knowledge on what you have and in front of you, because uh, that's the best you can do, bro. I'm just telling you right now, you look at your wife or you look at your husband or you look at your boyfriend or your girlfriend. You look right, look him or her right in in the eye. That's the best you can do. That is the best you can do. <laughs> Don't sit here and think that you are the shit, or you're so handsome, or you're you're so hot. You're such a thing. No, the person that you're with right now, that's the best you can do. And you, that's what you chose. And that's, that's exactly is that that's the you best you can do. You wanted this. Not only you that, wanted that. If if you could get better, you would have got better. Trust me. Oh, you would have got better. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the truth. That if is you the think, truth. If you think that, you know, I'm lying, then prove me wrong by, you know, doing what you got to do, you know, but. Um, oh, that's funny. You know, that, that person you chose them for a reason, they're, they're with you for a reason. That's the best you can do right there and make it happen. And uh, there you have it, ladies fight it and gentlemen. Out, fight it out, then sex it out, you know. 
That's right. <laughs> That's all there is to it. Get it all out there. Are you there. done? Are you done? You Wait, hate me anymore? Let's no. Go. Let's go make out now. All right. Let's go to the fun. Let's get to the fun part. Ah. That's all it takes. That's all right, all y'all. Um, that's going to be it. We have a debate coming, so I would say tune in for that. It's going to be a fiery one. I would, uh, I would, you know, imagine. Imagine. Yeah. This is going to be a big election. Can we go get some popcorn tomorrow for the debate? No. <sighs> no. All right. And it's not that. It's not. I'm not going to enjoy it like that. I'm going to just listen and hear what both candidates have to say. I but think I, you'd I enjoy it more if we got movie theater popcorn. You can have popcorn. I'm not. That's going to be it. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Thanks for making us a part of your day. <laughs> <laughs>